3: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Well, we've got the Picasso exhibition at 4 o'clock, Margaret. We don't want to miss that. Are you coming, Charles?
3: No, thank you.
1: Then we should get out in time for Mrs. Saunders' tea. Oh, Caroline's daughter's coming. Really? Oh, now, Sharon, you've got your dancing lesson at 1030. Then you can go straight on to the musical appreciation at the Leonardo Hall. Oh, a stames could drive her in your car, Charles. Yes, yes, there Now, at three o'clock... I don't think I'll be able to do any of those today. What did you say? Sharon, you interrupted your grandmother. Well, I have something important to tell you. Mother? Mother, I think what you and Daddy did to us children is lousy. In fact, I think it stinks. Sharon. And let's get this straight. I'm not Sharon, I'm Susan. Sharon your Sharon is out in California with daddy, but it's impossible. You can't be Susan But I am Susan Sharon and I met at camp so we decided to switch places She bit off a fingernails and I cut her hair and now she's out in California with dad swimming and riding my horse and having a keen time And I'm stuck here with these lousy music lessons, and I hate them Susan oh, I'm sorry mother But I wanted to see you, and I miss not having a mother. I love you very much, and I wondered if you could love me as me and and not as Sharon. Please? Oh, Susan. my darling. Why didn't you let me know? Why didn't you tell? I couldn't help it. I mean, I wanted to be near you and to know what it was like to have a mother and everything. Oh, baby. Hmm? Susan, darling. Oh, oh, let me look at She's exactly I know, like I can't you. believe it. Oh, baby, okay, we only we, we what did. It was wonderful. <laughs> we lived You know, we talked.
2: Hello and welcome to Book Versus Movie. This is a podcast where we read books that have been adapted into movies and then we try to decide which we like better, the book or the movie. I am Margot P of ColoniaBook.com and this is my good friend and co-host Margot D of Brooklyn Fitchick.
0: Hi everyone.
2: Here after much technical difficulty.
0: <laughs> Mercury is definitely in <laughs> retrograde when we're recording this.
2: Streamyard, <laughs> yeah. not our friend today. <laughs> no, no, sir. Uh, yeah, so if there are any glitches that you're hearing today, it, it's not us, we promise. We have, during this last uh, lovely time uh, of the pandemic, 18 months now and counting, uh, have been doing a brand new episode every single week. And we just took our first week off. In 18 <laughs> months. And because we've been doing a brand new episode every single week, we've had a lot of great listener suggestions because we started running out of ideas real fast. And today we're going to be covering a great listener suggestion when they came up a couple of times. But before we get to that, if you have a suggestion for a book or a movie that you'd like us to cover, or if you'd like to interact with us and other listeners of this podcast, there are several places where you can do that on the internet.
0: We have a basic Facebook page. Be sure to like it, that all the episodes are posted there, but we also have a private Facebook group. You have to ask to join. Lots of people interact there and come with us with suggestions. We should just sort of refresh people and let them know that it needs to be something that's pretty easy to get, uh, either on Kindle or the Libby app. If it's something we have to order on eBay, it's just not going to happen, especially if it's like a VHS tape, so streamable, that kind of thing. We also do magazine articles, short stories, any kind of an adaptation. Um, we are uh, the the private Facebook group. We have a Twitter, which is at book versus a movie and Instagram book versus a movie, just spell that out. And we have an email address if you want to reach out there. And especially if you want to get some stickers or we have a couple of book bookmarks left, if you're interested in some swag, it's book versus movie podcast, Spell that all out at gmail.com.
2: That's right. And uh today's book is not the easiest to find, like it's hard copy, but it is available on Audible. And um, you might even be able to get it on your Libby app in the library.
0: Yeah, you might be able to. Um, also, Haley Mills, who's the star of the movie that we're talking about today. Sorry, we're not doing the Lindsay Lohan one. We're going to do the Haley Mills one. She just came out with her biography and I was just listening to some clips and she's got an interesting life. But we'll talk about her when we talk about the movie. But those are both available on Audible right now.
2: Um, And also, if you really love book versus movie and you'd like to help us keep the lights on around here, you can follow us on Patreon as well.
0: Yes, we do. We've been around since 2015. And our older episodes are behind a wall Patreon. It's because a lot of podcast servers don't offer more than 100 episodes or maybe even 200 episodes. We actually have more than that. So the older episodes are on that Patreon page. We have a couple of very affordable options. And there's also a bunch of things there that are free. So if you're interested, just go to P-A-T-R-E-O-N and look up book VS Movie Podcast. And thank you so much for those of you that do do that. It really helps keep the lights on.
2: So, again, this was a a book and movie today. We're going to be talking about The Parent Trap. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes, we will be talking about the Disney 1961 uh, Haley Mills version. Uh, But this is a, a book that's come up a couple of times throughout the years from our listeners. And... We, you know, as since we've been doing this new uh, episode every single week deal, (laughs) we are, we try to keep the the length of our sources kind of shorter. That's another thing that's kind of going on right now. And so this was finally, you know, it seemed like it was time to do the parent trap. Now, I don't know about you, Margo. I kind of thought this was going to be like a light, easy, fun, uh, you know, assignment. Yes. Uh, I did not think we would be talking about Nazis. You
0: were contacting me first when you were doing research about the author and you were like, I cannot wait to talk to you about this. This man is fascinating. And he's a children's book author, but he's also written some adult books as well. But he's a very interesting character and I can't wait to talk about it with you.
2: So a lot of us here in the United States are familiar with the two film versions that are out there of this movie the aforementioned Haley Mills version and which we'll talk about today and then the version that came out was it in the 90s with uh, Lindsay Lohan Lilo um but Before the Disney version, there were three film adaptations of this story. Um, The original story is called Lottie and Lisa or Lottie and Louise. Um, Although nowadays you can find it by searching for The Parent Trap. And our author is Eric Kastner. Kastner? Kostner, I, I don't know believe. what that umlaut does to the a.
0: Yeah, I am I never never took German. It was French for me in high school. He was born February 1899 in Dresden. He spent his entire life in Germany and uh wound up in Munich eventually, but he was a young man when he joined World War I. He fought for the for Germany in World War I. He left that war and became a pacifist and a leftist. He decided war was crap. He didn't like didn't appreciate it. And he thought it was damaging. And he wrote poems about that. And he wrote short stories about that. And he wrote a novel about that. And the Nazi started gaining in power in the 1930s and had these regular book burnings and they
2: burned his books and he attended yeah.
0: when they did that. I
2: I believe he's the only known author to have had his works burned by the Nazis before his very eyes. Yeah quite something so he was not a fan i think we can safely say
0: no and you and i were talking about this he he stayed in germany while this was all happening
2: that i find just amazing he he stayed and continued to work and he must have been in so much danger i mean he was married um i can't even imagine how frightening that was and yet i i can sort of understand you know he he was so committed to um defeating that kind of nationalism and mm-hmm. um white supremacy that um that he wanted to stay and be there and and work there and um it's i but i i mean who nobody would have blamed him if he had fled no i don't think
0: no i think he's one of the few uh, he's not jewish correct he was he was german but
2: he's not although uh, I read somewhere that the the Nazis had circulated a rumor that he was like, like somewhere in his bloodline, gotcha. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> which made it OK for them to do what they did. That's what they're saying. Sure.
2: Yeah. Because then it's OK.
0: <laughs> right. He when after the war is over and he he talks about Dresden was his hometown and there was the bombing of Dresden. Once World War Two is over, he he does. He was trying to write films. And the Nazis sort of stopped that. He had a hard time kind of making a living. But once the Nazis were defeated and they were rebuilding Germany, that's when he kicked up his career again, his writing career. He was very prolific. Uh, There's a couple of children's books. There's Emil and the Detectives, which has been translated to like 60 languages.
2: That was a wildly popular. I mean, is today, even now, is a very, very internationally. It's kind of like The Little Prince. Yeah. In terms of like the, the, the kind of fame that it had. So he was a big deal, which may have been the thing, the reason why he was able to survive. Um, you know, he was a big, if the Nazis had gotten him, like that kind of might have ruffled some feathers. But um, but what's interesting, I think, about the, the parent trap, the two Lotties, no. Lottie and Luisa, mm-hmm. two Lotties is one of the is the German adaptation for for film, which we'll talk about in a sec. But um, first of all, his wife's name is is Lottie Luisa or Luisa yes. Lottie, something like that, right? It's really cute. Yeah. But the the book uh, or the story, we should say, started as a screenplay which he wrote during the Nazi regime. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was writing it uh, he was allowed to work in a limited capacity again he was very very famous i mean you got to think of like a jk Rowling kind of a figure um and so the nazis were like yeah okay you can work i guess um so he was developing this screenplay so we, again when you think about we all know the basic premise of the of the parent trap these twins separated well we'll get to why and and the (laughs) ethics of that in a minute but um these two twins that don't know they're twins and they they meet at summer camp and so on but when you view the themes of the book you know this family that they're the same they share the same dna and they're ripped apart and they can't live without each other um and you view it through through the lens of what's happening in nazi germany but it just takes on this completely it's a fairy tale of a completely other caliber than like let's get together yeah 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 you know it's like (laughs) it's this whole other like it's another level breaking yeah yeah and so um but but eventually the Nazis pulled the plug on the project and, and and really kind of put the squeeze on him in terms of the amount of work that he was able to do. So he doesn't really publish it as a book until is it 1950?
0: It was it was later. Yes.
2: It yeah. Was, it's yeah, after the war.
0: 1949. So it was after the hmm. war. Before that, he had a book, 1931. It was called Fabian. And it was an adult book. We we talked about this, maybe when we talked about cabaret, but Germany at the time bef- was, it was sort of this society where gay people were out in the open and there were writers and it was very, very, what we would call progressive. Now, he said, you know, there's, there was, there was uh, sex workers and there was just all kinds of stuff happening and then the nazis clamped down on all of that and that was part of the reason why some people went along with it like oh good they get rid of the you know the weirdos quote right
2: unquote. and the and the foreigners yes. and the and the right. Jews. um but yeah there was this kind of free much more fluid uh flow uh in terms of everything politics sexuality immigration mm-hmm. all kinds of cultures coming in and out and and bringing their influence and um Yeah, just like we talked about in Cabaret, just has often happens throughout human history. Like when things start to expand that way, there's sometimes a backlash.
0: Exactly. It wasn't until just a few years ago, he had to heavily edit it. Before he could publish it, and then his mother he was very close to his mother, and she had the rights to his work and then passed it along to someone else. but it was only in the last like ten or twenty years they actually have the original fabian that he, the way he wanted it done released but that's an adult novel he's known for kids' books, and this book comes out in nineteen forty nine and as margot said it's it there's been so many adaptations. I had no idea
2: it's it's incredible. It's, well, when you think about it, I know I first, when I first saw the list, I was like, seriously, you know, I hadn't read the book yet. Like, really? We're going to adapt this story this many times. But again, when you read the original material, um, and there are some very significant, uh, differences between the book and the the movie that we're going to discuss. I mean, namely that the book is set in Nazi Germany. So there's that. Yeah. Um, but but also like we, you know, we talked about a second ago when you're viewing it through the lens of a post-war or World War II or, and, and just after World War II um, world where you do have these like cult, again, kind of like we have now these culture wars where it within a single culture, you have these two forces kind of battling it out when they both really care about each other and want the best for each other. And um you know circumstances have kind of just put them on um you know th- these uh uh divergent paths from an ide- ideological uh, standpoint and so interestingly the you know the the two of the early adaptations are in Japan mm-hmm. post war Japan and post war Germany
0: yeah that's right and is the
2: other one british what's the other one
0: united kingdom so yeah it was yeah West Germany, Japanese, there were two in Japan, United Kingdom, and then the parent tramp comes in the United States, and then they go around
2: India, all over the world. There's been many. Yeah, and many. And um, so, I mean, when you think about it that way, yeah, it is a really interesting idea to explore. Uh, And it must have been very um, healing, I think. To, especially for kids to talk about in that in that era right after right after World War II. Um I mean I really I really liked this book. I thought mm-hmm. I I thought it was really touching and uh it was not what I expected at all. Like, <laughs> you know, I did not, I mean I was ready for fluffy summer camp um, you know, putting frogs in people's beds and stuff, but uh it's a lot more than that.
0: Yeah, it's it's about these two young girls. So there's Lisa and Lottie or Louise and Lottie, depending on what language. I mean, we're we're talking about the uh, in, in, the American version, which is what we have. And there's they're at a camp and they're at a lake and they meet each other the first day. One has ringlets and one has a little bit different hair, but they just
2: they look completely alike and it doesn't take them yeah. long. Just time. to be clear, I'm sorry, just sorry to interrupt, but just to be clear. They're at a girl's camp in Nazi Germany Yes, (laughs) where they're learning to be like healthy, young, productive members of Nazi society.
0: It's kind of in the culture. I had neighbors upstairs that were German and the mother used to take them for a walk twice a day, every day rain, shine, snowstorm, bl- did not matter. Like they and they were the hardiest kids you've ever met in your life. I think it's kind of in that culture, but so these girls meet at camp and they are identical twins and they realize that you know one of them is being raised by the mother and one is being raised by the father. And they decide that it's so sad, but that like they what, they really miss the other parent. They they wanted to know what that would be it's- like
2: heartbreaking. It is. I mean they they talk about it in the movie like a little bit, but it doesn't get that sad in the book. You're like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. what kind of monsters are these? What is wrong with these people?" And again, I mean, there's no allusion to this whatsoever, and I'm just totally reading into it, but I cannot help but think like a story set in Nazi Germany where basically this is a social experiment is being carried out on twins. Yeah. Is uh, it's re- I mean it's really there's a very dark you know Undercurrent. undertone to the whole thing it, that is very very sad, and I love the way that um, he he communicates that like you really it is a real like mourning grief that these girls are trying to come to terms with and they're just children and so they you know they they have a limited way of like trying to reconcile each one loves the parent who raised them Mm -hmm. um we should say in the in the book um and again there's like a whole lot of nazi overtones with this as well with the adult world um the father is a famous composer uh, he's like a music director of, of, a of a big like orchestra or symphony or something like that. And, um, is assigned, like you have to write an opera for children or you have to write this or that, you know, and, and there's a little bit like, it's, it's weird and dark and, and he's very famous, you know, it's like Andrew Lloyd Webber kind of a guy. And the mom, um, is a reporter. Is she a reporter?
0: I think so she's a reporter
2: yeah Yeah, she works for a newspaper
0: yeah he became a reporter after the war by the way before he started writing yes so I think he drew from that experience
2: so the mom is really smart um you know she she's self-reliant um and she's she's a journalist she's a journalist again (laughs) Journalist working at a very heady time in her country's (laughs) history um and they have split up and again it's never completely clear why the parents
3: divorced why this and
2: I and I don't really understand um just because I don't know culturally I don't really understand like if there were some kind of social ramifications to that you know in that society at that time I don't know um it's not it, they don't go into it really but the parents both are sort of like yeah yeah, they, you know, he kind of got on my nerves or yeah, it just wasn't going to work out with her, which is, you know, fine. If they didn't have twins that they separated. <laughs> I mean, you know? Like, <laughs> how was <is> that supposed <laughs> to
0: work in the long run? I mean, what was the long game? There's no, right. week, it's just all in the media. Make- how it. could
2: you think that would be a good idea? Well, they would. how could you, why would you think that? Okay. And who would agree with that, with that, which, what parent would be like, yes, please take that daughter. <laughs>
0: They figured it- oh, I'm fine
2: with this one. They look <laughs> yes. the same.
0: They raise them and they raise them to be very fine young children. I mean, they're very they're they're loving and they're smart and they're active. It's just that when they go home with the opposite parent, they have different things they're into. One of them likes cooking and one of them doesn't. And right. And they just have to. So the, the, the housekeeper is the one that really kind of, you know, is paying attention and kind of can see what's kind of going on
2: between them and yes the and, father's housekeeper yes yeah which is so this is the other thing I mean okay I know it's a different time and we're talking about Nazi Germany but still um the father the what? The father takes the one daughter the, the the mother both of okay how can I put this both of the parents take a daughter which is already Weird. Weird. And um, and then they promptly, like, the daughters aren't, like, exactly raised by that parent. Like, the father doesn't even, like, really live with her. She lives with a housekeeper in, like, the neighboring apartment. That's
0: right. Sort of, right? Yeah. It's
2: weird. I'm like, what? you barely see this kid. Why do you care? Why did you insist on taking a whole child? Like, you could have just, you, we couldn't work out some kind of a, a visitation Thing. if you I, I don't understand
0: they get separated they they switch up and they go to the other one's house and then that's when Lottie realizes yeah so Lottie realizes that the father is going to get married and she thinks that and she's upset about this so she says you know what she she's so upset about that she gets sick and she's like physically ill and that's when the mother finds and out it's,
2: Again, it's very serious. yeah. In the movie that we're going to talk about, the gold-digging girlfriend mm-hmm. is kind of played for laughs. Um, but in the book, it's very serious she is like, she's evil. evil. <laughs> she's, she's really terrible. And she doesn't even like pretend to be nice to the little girl. She, every opportunity she has, she's like, I am so going to get rid of you. Yeah. We're not even going to remember what you look like, you know? And, um, and yeah, this little girl. And so what happens is the, the girls are, the girls go, you know, they're, they're, they've swapped. Um, and they are, um, writing to each other they're writing back and forth keeping each other posted about what's going on because the um the father's the twin that was with the father originally didn't really know about the girlfriend or didn't realize how serious it was the this girlfriend again like she's so mean she's super super mean to the girl and the girl is like i'm i'm just a kid i can't stop this from happening and she becomes gravely ill and stops writing, and her twin gets worried because I haven't gotten any letters from my sister. And she comes, she does. Fortunately, she does the right thing. It <laughs> goes to her mom. And is like, uh, listen, I'm not who you think I am, and you're the what, the daughter you think I am is in probably in really big trouble, and we need to go right, right now. Yeah. So and they, it's really scary. It's
0: very scary. She's in the hospital. Uh, and uh, so they the mother comes back, brings Lisa and they go to the father. And then the father sort of like, oh, wow, you look good. What's going You know, how are you? It, they kind of have this sparkle again. And then the the daughter that was um, that Lottie, was it Lottie that was in the hospital? She's the Shire one, Right. And Lisa's the more outgoing one, but they right. And so it's but the Shire one but that was in the hospital. Basically the parents do fall in love and decide to make it work. And of course the dad's still like, okay, there's gonna be a room there for them and here for us.
2: You're gonna live in this house over here. Yeah. And try to keep it down because I'm busy.
0: I'm a composer. <laughs> I've got my time that I have to compose. And so y'all are just gonna have I think they share a wall. You know, it's like my next yeah. neighbor and I, like they have that kind yeah. of a situation, but that's the story. And it's got very interesting. I loved the illustrations in the version that you and I had there. It's very lovely. cute.
2: Yeah, very cute. Um, I mean, all the way around, I just I was really, really moved by this book. And the um and the parents, I think, again, unlike in the Disney version, the parents do have this moment of like, what? were we thinking.
0: Yeah.
2: Why did we think this would be a good idea? We definitely need to do what we can to try to make this work. We like we're we're monsters. We need to just suck it up and work it out. Yeah. Um cuz look what we've done. Like we almost lost this one kid. And I think that's great. I mean that's you know and I would think like as a child reading that story like that's what you would want to see is the adults like have the light bulb moment of right. we have made a terrible mistake. And it's not just based on like, Oh, you're cuter than I thought. You know? <laughs>
0: it's, it's, no. And they, they realize it's a, it's the girls a love each thing. other too. And they mm-hmm. want to be together and they want to be raised yeah. together. So that's, so ultimately it's a nice story. I mean, they do get back together, but it is, it's, it's got some odd quirks to it, but I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I it just, kind of
2: lends it. It kind of lends the little kind of fairy tale layer. Mm-hmm to it i can imagine reading that you know as a child at the time and being like oh this would never really happen you know Mm -hmm. um i hope it would never (laughs) really happen but um yeah i mean i just really loved it yeah and the the, the illustrations are so charming the characters like i love all of the um tertiary and, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, characters that are, you know, like the the camp, the lady who runs the camp and the housekeeper and, um, you, you know, the
3: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, all the,
2: all the people that the adults interact with, the newspaper editor, it's, it's pretty great.
0: It is. and is. I'm, I'm very
2: impressed. And
0: once again, it is available on Audible if you want to check it out that way. Um, should we pivot to the movie? Yeah. All right, let's play. Yeah, so it's going to be a tonal shift. Let's just understand that. But I'm going to play the trailer right now.
1: Four weeks left at camp and you'll spend them all together. Room together, eat together, play together. How old are you? I'll be 14 November 12th. That's my birthday too. What is your mother like? I up with Dad when I was young. They're a picture of our Daddy's desk. What are you doing with her picture? It's my mother. But it's my mother too. Sisters! Do you want to meet father? Mm -hmm. And I'm just dying to a mother. Your very own father. Oh, father. (laughs) Father. (laughs) Do you miss me? You'll never know. If we switched, sooner or later they'd have to unswitch us. And they'd have to meet again, face to face. Susie, there's
0: uh, been a lot of things happening since you left.
1: What is a young girl like her seeing him? I'll give you a million reasons, and he's got them
0: right in the bank.
1: We're in trouble. You'll have to bring mother out here immediately.
0: Oh, what a time for you to show up just when I'm gonna get married.
1: Daddy, please don't marry that woman. I'm going to marry your father so you get used to the idea. You want a bet?
0: Funny feeling like
1: something's gonna happen. wonderful
0: This is a Disney production, and our lead is Haley Mills, and she did a lot of Disney movies. In the early 1960s, I think Pollyanna was one of the ones that she did. And I, I saw that when I was a kid. That
2: was. Yeah. And wasn't she the voice of Alice in Wonderland?
0: She's fascinating. She's had a but she had a huge career. She's British, but she these are Americans that she's playing in these different movies. Sad to say she didn't make any money from it. She was taxed in America and taxed in Britain. So she had
2: nothing it, left over. Yeah nothing yeah which and she's remarkably unbitter about it like i'm bitter for her i am too well (laughs) she keeps working whenever anybody she keeps working i mean she's phenomenal and so is her sister by the way um juliet mill yes i think we talked about her for something i don't remember what but um and her father was a very very famous uh actor as well but i mean no she's she just has such a uh she's so gracious and yeah. just seems like so happy to be a part of people's childhood the way that she is. Yeah. But she really got the shaft.
0: Yes, she did get the shaft. It's from Walt Disney. He's the one who kind of discovered her. Walt had a lot of power back then. We've talked about Walt Disney a few different times. David Swift is our writer and director. So they took the novel from 1949, Lottie and Lisa, and they adapted it for Haley Mills. And we have Maureen O'Hara, who's beautiful. Did you hit mute?
2: I did. I accidentally <laughs> hit mute. Sorry. <laughs> oh, we're having a good time. Uh, she's so beautiful. She's so so pretty. She's
0: so stunning. And then we have also Brian Keith is the father. Uh, Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill.
2: He. I love Brian Keith
0: so much. I do too. But he strikes me as the a very sad actor. Like he always looks a yeah. little like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like just always like exactly little about him.
2: Yes. I was looking up, I kind of went down a little rabbit trail with him um, because I just, I loved Family Affairs so much Mm -hmm. as a child. I freaking love that show. I was obsessed with their apartment. And I mean, Uncle Bill was, and in this movie too, he just has that like, like he really understands the pain that the kids are going through. Like there's Mm -hmm. something about him that you just, he just really has this like, yeah, like he really gets your pain his father also was a very, very famous actor. His mom, I think also was, was an actress and his, his dad was married like four times, but when his dad divorced his mom, and I think he was a child when this happened, when his parents divorced, Mm -hmm. his dad divorces his mom and marries Peg Entwistle. Oh, yes. Peg Entwistle who is mostly known she's she was an actress as well she's mostly known i believe for being the first person to um sadly end her life by jumping off of the hollywood sign
0: i think you're right
2: um so that was his stepmom
0: there was a lot of that in his life yeah his yeah. daughter and then that's how he ultimately yeah, it's not all that sad, by the way. This
2: movie is very heavy. No, and this fun. movie is t- oh, couldn't not. It, no, yeah. it is not sad. I'm
0: just saying that his demeanor, I always get no. like a sense of sadness exactly. from him. There's something. Uh, me
2: ab- too, which I think is great for this movie. Like if he had, if it had been, <clears throat> oh, I don't know, that used to be the center square on all Hollywood in? Squares. Yeah, because he's the dad on Bye Bye Birdie. Like if it had been him, right? Yeah. Or if it had been. Fred McMurray, who's a great dad, who's a great TV dad, or even Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. You know, like if you imagine Dick Van Dyke, that's somebody who might have been cast in that role. It wouldn't have been as grounded. You know, he he just, it's he, I think is really the, and Haley Mills is is amazing. Everybody's great. But I think that exactly that quality about Brian Keith is really what kind of gives this thing feet on the ground.
0: Yeah. They meet in camp. One of them has longer hair than the other. They're kind of in two competing crowds. It's very fun to watch this movie. I yeah, mean,
2: it's super cute.
0: It's adorable. They
2: both have terrible hair. Can we just
0: say terrible wigs? The wig work <laughs> terrible. Is not great. But they're 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 good dancers. They're very cute. They realize that they're twins. And then they realize, like, their parents split up and for some reason didn't tell them about the other one. And I guess they're just not in contact with one another. And the girls leave the camp. And also, I want to go to that camp. It looks so beautiful. Like, it's gorgeous. The it's gorgeous. Yeah. Is it, it's Big Bear, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. The girls switch up and one goes home to the dad and he's kind of this country guy you know he wears cowboy boots
2: he's super rich he lives yes. in Walt Disney's house uh, <laughs> we don't know what he does we just know that he's very very rich uh, he doesn't seem to go to work he just has this uh, this very lavish home uh, ranch really ranch is a quite an eligible bachelor so that keeps his hands pretty full I guess
0: and the girls, they have different interests. And so one of them likes riding horses and being outdoors. And the other one is also in a very rich home. And she lives in basically a mansion with Maureen O'Hara and O'Hara's mother and the staff. And she they wanted to go to dance lessons and do all that, that kind of stuff. And she's like, well, I don't like My doing prim and
2: proper Boston things. Yeah, right. Again, we, we never find out like why either parent. Did not pursue any contact with their other child for all those years? No. Seems odd. It's, uh, yeah,
0: the backstory is unclear. We don't understand, like, what it is. We just, we, just But they just make us accept that. They just kind of, like, we go forward with it, which I'm fine with. That's when we meet the scheming br- uh, fiancé of the dad, who's amazing. She's fantastic.
2: She's so good.
0: She's she's a great actress, <laughs> Joanna Barnes. Her name is Vicky, yeah. and she just hates that kid. She was an anti-mame. She's she's been a was a lot of like fun stuff that we've talked about in the past. The girls find out that the girl that the dad's going to get married, and that that woman's going to just ship her off to some boarding school and tell her to right. And that's when the girls are like, "Well, we have to get them back together," you know. So we got to fly Maureen O'Hara. Oh, excuse me, has to go. From Boston to California, she has to meet with him. They have to understand. Like the girls know the jig is up. The girls are know what's going on. Gonna be a family, and he's like, "Well, I'd love to, but I'm gonna marry this other woman." And then, then he realizes it's Maureen O'Hara. And why would you not marry Maureen O'Hara if you had the opportunity?
2: Of course, you would marry Maureen O'Hara. What's wrong with you?
0: What is she like? Five nine, five ten? Like she's very tall.
2: I don't know. She's eight feet tall. Yeah, and
0: Red hair, gorgeous red and- hair,
2: and doesn't need to wear a flippant thing or put on makeup or do anything. And it's over.
0: Yeah. She's stunning. <laughs> I like their scene where they get together. Cause spoiler, we spoil it's by the way.
2: Lovely. It's really, it, lovely. it's really fun. I can see why people just fall in love with this movie.
1: What do you miss?
0: Well, I don't care if it does sound silly. I miss those wet stockings you used to have hanging around the bathroom.
1: And I miss my razor being dull because you used it to shave your legs with. And I miss the hairpins mixed up with the fish hooks in my tackle box. It's no fun having a clothes closet all to myself.
0: And it's no fun swearing because you're not around to make believe you're shocked by it. Nothing's any good without you, Maggie. I miss a lot of things. I guess I just miss you.
1: Why did you take so long to tell me?
0: I was hoping that you'd come back sometime. I've been the prize chump of the world, we both have. We're gonna grow up into a couple of old, lonely people if we don't do something about it.
1: I know. You don't want that, do you?
2: I don't understand though. I haven't seen this movie (laughs) in so long. I mean, quite apart from the, okay, we're suspending our window of disbelief that they just, it's fine. It's fine that they didn't care about their other kid for all those years. Okay. Um, what I don't get is the, the whole like camping trip scheme does not make sense to me because Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I watched it, I and I backed it up because it all happens really fast. Mm-hmm. They're like, "We need you to get together." Okay, well, before you, um, before you marry Vicky, the the gold digger, we got to go on a camping trip <laughs> with just you and Mom as a family. You owe us that. Okay, which I get. And they're like, "Yeah, okay, fair enough." And then like they're about to leave on the camping trip, and they're like, "Oh, Vicky's going on the camping trip." Okay, you go and Mom will stay. What? That's not the point of the camping trip. Why are you even going then? I don't understand. Was there something I missed?
0: I this is, I haven't seen this movie in years, so I missed that plot point too. I think it's just, a, you know, we just want to
2: watch the girls sing
0: we would just want to watch the girls interact. <laughs> that's kind of,
2: <laughs> we want to watch her be mean to the Vicky without yeah, their mom. There.
0: <laughs> Vicky make a fool of herself and her dad fall into the pond and they're just like those those beautiful homes and the you know, and the romance. It's like that's just all that we really want. And that's what we get. I mean, they it's and it's incredibly. So it came out 60 years ago, by the way. And wow, I think it looks great. I guess
2: that's true. Is I was very impressed. Um I don't know if it's been like digitally remastered in the years since I saw it as a kid on TV. It's it's really very impressive. Yeah. I saw somewhere that like originally they didn't plan to do as much split screen stuff because they kind of thought it was going to look janky and it ended up looking way better than everybody thought it was. So they did a lot more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, hence, the, I guess they blew all their money on that and not the wigs. Like they, we got to cut the wig budget. <laughs> <laughs> Put it all, sink it all into the split screen, baby. It's really effective. Like, especially like the, there's these scenes with the, where she's interacting, it's split screen and then she's interacting with the body double and then it's split screen and she's, and, and there's a lot of that. And it's, it's really quite seamless.
0: And she's a great actress. I, yeah. I, I was really impressed. I mean, she's like what, really 14, good. 15 years old
2: mm-hmm. and she's yeah. doing
0: two different parts. I mean, it's completely
2: different characters. Yes, Yeah. Very different girls going back and forth. It's yeah, super impressive.
0: I love, and seeing, she should have been paid more. And she should have been paid a hell because she gets no money from it. She ha, she got no residuals, no points, nothing. I loved seeing Nancy Culp uh, when you see her because she was from the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, Drysdale. It there's so oh, many.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Run her No, on the show on Beverly Hillbillies,
0: Miss Mr. Drysdale who had a crush on.
2: On. Jethro.
0: Jethro. Where in real life that wouldn't uh-huh. yeah. No. Maybe his wardrobe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she yeah. But yeah, Susan Henning is the body double that she was uncredited at the time.
2: Looks. And I mean, hats off. That's yeah. really I mean, she even fooled Haley Mill's mother for a second. Yeah, she on got, set. She thought she was it, in trouble. She really looks like her.
0: Yeah. And there were follow-up ones starring Haley Mills. I mean, I was looking at the IMDb. There's been s- I, several productions. I didn't see any of them. Yeah,
2: I couldn't find. Um, they must be. Uh, they must have been disappeared by Disney. Yeah, I couldn't find any of it. I did find the the original German version of uh, Two Times Lottie, which is very good. Um, but again, like the book. You know, there is this, like, sadness that's there the whole mm-hmm. time. Like, you just feel really bad for these girls. But they're very – I mean, these these girls, I guess it's the same girl. It's very well done. Like, it's very well acted, and it's good. It, you can find it on YouTube. And uh, I could not find the Japanese one. I was trying to find that one, but I couldn't find it.
0: There was the 1998 version starring Lindsay Lohan. I think it's Dennis Quaid and Natasha, Natasha Richardson. Richardson. Yeah, R.I.P. I love her. Oh, my biggest regret is not seeing her on Broadway when she was in Cabaret. I should have done it. Should have, should have done it. That's a really popular one, too. That made a lot of money at the time. That was, I mean, it's it's a great story. It's it's just, it is. it's conflict, you know, and it's romance and you got camp and you got, I think it's, there's it all, it's a winning combination and it makes sense that Disney would do it. Oh, yeah. And the Sherman brothers, we forgot to mention, Richard and Robert Sherman. <laughs> Are <laughs> the, the writer Are the songwriters?
2: Yeah, yeah. We talked about the Sherman Brothers when we talked about Saving Mister Banks and um Mary Poppins. Yes, some time ago. I can't say this is their best work. This is not uh, yeah. the Bird Woman. Let's go fly a kite. Spoonful of sugar. No. Sherman Brothers. This is like. Let's get together. I don't know. Were they hung over that day? And um just had enough. I it mean, out. like the 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 theme song of the movie. Can you Can you remember the theme song of this movie, Margot? It's you called me, "The a Parent bars? Trap," but no. Yep. Yeah. Do you remember it? No. No, you don't, do you? No, it is not good. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that it is not a good song. Um, "Let's Get Together" is a is like a a brilliant classic of American music compared to that theme yeah. song, but um, no, the music is not. Those songs are not good songs. <laughs> Annette Funicello <laughs> sings it. She does. I mean, and Tommy says, and I like, and I I love Annette Funicello. I doesn't. think she, she can, she, was great. she can sell a Disney song better than anybody. And if she can't sell your song, Sherman Brothers, then something is very wrong. An off-
0: and they had their own thing when it came to World War II, because one of them served.
2: Yes, and, that's right. And,
0: and, and they were Jewish. And he saw the yes. concentration camps, he liberated them. And they, yeah. he, he had this lifelong PTSD. D from it or PTSD. Well, you from it. would, I mean, wouldn't of course you? You would. My goodness. Yeah. 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 But they came, they came back to America and they started working together and they wrote all these wonderful Disney tunes. They were very loyal oh. to Walt Disney. They called him Mr. Disney yeah. their whole career. Uh, but this and is. And he not just their best.
2: adored them, it seems yeah. like. No. <laughs> yeah. This is not their best work. No. <laughs> it's Fine. But to be fair, to be fair, I will say it's I don't I don't so much blame them. I imagine. What what I picture happening, especially when I watched again, and usually I skip through the opening. Like when I was a kid, I would just like ignore the opening. I would sit through the song and pay attention to the song. But this time I did. I kind of get the feeling that Walt and team decided like since we're updating it. You know, we're now in the era of rock and roll. Right. It needs to be like a rock and roll, young, hip soundtrack to get the kids in to see this movie. Um, who shall we get to write our rock and roll songs? Oh, our best team. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote show tunes.
0: They didn't really yeah, write rock and roll. Yeah, I know. are beautiful, different. beautiful
2: show tunes that you will remember and love and tear up at the, for the rest of your life. Like, this was not an assignment for them. Right.
0: But it, it's fine. It's all fine. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's it's on Disney Plus if you have the Disney Plus app. I mean, that and the original, I mean, I'm sorry, the 1988 version and this version is on there. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that we did this. I thought it was really fun Me too. and different. It's fascinating. And, and fast, I mean, he is a fascinating person. Eric Costner, I forgot to mention, he had the Hans Christian Andersen Award, which is given to a children's writer. It's considered the highest Mm -hmm. award. He was also nominated for a Nobel Prize for Literature
2: four times in his life. I mean,
0: no slouch. It's
2: good writing, y'all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This was fascinating. Yeah.
2: Um, And therefore, I must say book. Book. I, I mean, I love this movie. It's very fun. Everybody is fantastic in it. The sets and the costumes, it's all amazing. Everything but the songs. I mean, that's the only like nitpicky things I yeah. have to say. The songs and the wigs, Same. that's it. And I get it. It's a totally different like mission that the movie is on. Um, but, you know, we've uh, completely abandoned the theme of, you know, trying to mend these two divergent Factions of a single family, and and how dependent they are on each other, and love each other, and and need each other enough to overcome that. We're not really overcoming, you know, that so much as like making the girlfriend go away. Yeah. Um. And isn't Maureen O'Hara pretty? What's wrong with you? Just marry her already. Yeah, exactly. Um. <laughs> so I I do miss that because I feel like, for instance, in um in Mary Poppins. I feel like you do get a sense of this uh, disconnect between the parents and the children that is a problem, you know, that they are trying to, and that's why she shows up is to kind of, so I, I mean, and it's such a, a beautiful, powerful part of the, of the book and the book is so well-written. Mm-hmm. So I, I do have to give it to the book. Same. Yeah.
0: But I also just love the story of his life. I thought just.
2: Me too. Oh, just
0: wow. Fascinating. Yeah.
2: Wow. So what are we doing next?
0: Well, it's October, is it not? And oh, it is! So,
2: I have some ideas. Here's for short Yay! stories. <laughs> I forgot because it's like 85 degrees here today. I
0: know, same. It's going to be this <sighs> week. Rear Window is based on a short story. Hitchcock. The Day the Earth Stood Still is a short story.
2: Okay, these are good.
0: The Fly, which is just <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> gross, but
2: i used to love that movie the, not the jeff goldblum the old one where yeah help me that yeah. one yeah
0: and the invisible man there's a few there's one. one oh that was yeah updated. i read that in high school yeah there's a good yeah. one with elizabeth um from mad men uh oh what's her name and and also anyway elizabeth moss and then there's also Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So that's not a short story, but it's about 200 pages. And they have a couple of versions. There's the 78 one with Donald Sutherland. And then there's one from the 50s. They're both on mm-hmm. Amazon. But those are some of my ideas. Is the 50s one Steve McQueen? No, that's The Blob.
2: Oh, that's The Blob. That's right. That's we don't that's have a I'm short story about. for that. No, we do not. Um... What was the first one again? Rear Window.
0: Oh, Rear Window. That's one of my
2: favorites. That is awfully good. Is it a short story?
0: Yes. Short story. It had to be murder by Cornell Woodrich.
2: Ooh. Okay. Let's start with that one. Let's
0: start there. Good. Okay. Yeah. Because it's scary. It's got a scary parts to it. Yeah. But it's also got Grace Kelly and Jimmy Stewart. I mean, come on.
2: And Perry Mason. Perry
0: Mason. (laughs) Please be sure to follow us on all the social media things. Please send us your suggestions and your ideas. Join the Facebook group. We're on the Facebook app right now talking to each other. They came in. in the That we are. <laughs> cinch for us. Uh, Margo, where can they find you?
2: You can find me online at coloniabook.com. And all of my social media callouts are at She's nacho Mama. And where can they find you? You could find me on
0: social media at Brooklyn Fitchick, mostly for Twitter and Instagram. And my site is BrooklynFitchick.com. We will be back soon with a new episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Versus Movie Podcast. We are a part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more podcasts you will love at frolic.media forward slash podcasts. We follow the hashtags Lady Pod Squad and Potter and Family. If you want to support the show, you can go to our Patreon page, go to P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and look for Book vs. Movie Podcast. We have a basic Facebook page, but we also have a private Facebook group. Go to Facebook and type in Book vs. Movie Podcast group if you want to join that. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Book vs. Movie. Spell all those words out. If you'd like to send us an email, it's Book vs. Movie Podcast, spell it all out, at gmail.com. We do have a promotion with Audible. If you want to check out their service for free for 30 days, go to audibletrial.com forward slash book versus movie. You can follow Margot D. at Brooklyn Fit Chick on social media and Margot P. at She's Nacho Mama. Thanks so much again for checking out our show, and we'll be back soon with a new episode.
2: spaghetti all kinds of glop
1: oh no it's all right thank you we've already had dinner in the kitchen haven't we